Hey yo, and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm Sabrina, here to chat with you about what it takes to look and feel like a badass. Fun fact, it's not about 1200 calorie diets and workouts you hate. Nope. Instead, we'll talk about lifestyle habits, mindset, and attitude around sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement, all dumped in a great big bucket of self-awareness and personal growth. Each week, I'll give you strategies and actions that you can apply directly into your day-to-day life so that you're making sustainable changes over time. So if you're ready to get your shit together, for reals this time, put on your sassy pants and get comfy. Let's do this. Hey, yo, my friends. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to have you here. Today, I've got a little bit of a shorter chat for you, and I'm going to talk with you a little bit about habits, but more specifically, I'm going to chat with you about habits from the context of what I'm doing to try and overcome a few of my own shitty habits. Now, I say shitty habits, which of course has a very negative connotation. However, I phrase it this way because I'm comfortable with the idea that these habits aren't great for me and they don't support me in feeling my best. I don't internalize this as how I feel about myself as a person. If you struggle with this and if you have a tendency to transfer that judgment to yourself, I encourage you to phrase it differently for yourself, such as adapting your habits to support you in feeling your best. This truly isn't meant to be a negative conversation. It's intended to be playful with a dollop of self-deprecating humor because it's largely my sense of humor. With that disclaimer out of the way, let's go ahead and dive in. So something that has really bothered me about people in the health, wellness, and fitness industry is that it's like there's this expectation that they have all of their shit figured out and they do everything right and just as they should. I can assure you that's bullshit. And not only that, but if you're judging a trainer based on their physique and you only trust trainers who are ripped with six packs and bulging muscles, there's all kinds of things wrong with that, but I digress. It's understandable that you want who you're working with to look like they know what they're talking about, but also understand that someone can be ripped and offer really terrible training or advice at the same time. Just because they look a certain way doesn't mean they know what the hell they're talking about. You have to try and find a balance between the two. And yes, that does mean a little bit of work on your side, but I promise that's worth it. That's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Anyway, For today's episode, I want to come clean about some of my shitty habits and what I'm doing to try and overcome them, or not, because again, perfect is not the goal. Living a badass life without obsessing about your health and wellness, that's the goal. I'm going to kick things off with the biggest bad habit that I have, the biggest in the context of consistency of the habit and where I feel the most impact in my life, soda. I've been a soda drinker for as long as I can remember. At 12 or 13, I started drinking Diet Coke, making the switch from regular Coke because I was already worried about my size and I wanted to drink soda without the calories. After about a year of that, I tried regular Coke again and I just couldn't do it. My taste buds had adapted and regular Coke was just too sweet. That's still the case to this day, more than 20 years later. As a freshman in high school, I developed this just awesome habit of having nothing but a Diet Pepsi for lunch and making sure I had a dollar every day to get one out of the vending machine at school. Thankfully, this didn't last long, and it's kind of sad and embarrassing to think about now, but that was my reality. I didn't eat anything with it. I just had the soda. 
When I quit drinking alcohol last year, I significantly upped my soda intake, and it's not like I had stopped drinking soda while I was drinking alcohol. I was just having both. So when the alcohol went away, I went from a moderate amount of soda to a lot of soda. And you know what? I stand by this to some extent. I wouldn't say that this was a quote-unquote good way to overcome drinking, but for me, more soda was better than more alcohol. That being said, I've never been blind to this being a habit that I need to overcome. I'm not going to bother going into all the ways that soda isn't great for your body. That's not what this is about. For me, I know that my body feels gross when I drink soda. It really messes with my stomach. I feel bloated and gross and just, it, it's not a fun time. So why I keep doing it, I have no idea. So for those reasons, this is a priority for me to change. In the last year, I've been really working on cutting down and cutting out soda. There are a couple of things that I've done to help with this. The first thing that I've done is identify alternatives. I'm fortunate in the sense that I absolutely love ice water. Beyond that, I tend to lean on things like the ice sparkling flavored water, Crystal Light, and Propel Fitness water. I like the packets because they're super easy to keep in the house without taking up a lot of space, and I don't have to deal with more plastic bottles and all of that. They also transport really easily, so if I'm going somewhere and I don't know what there's going to be to drink, it's really nice to just have some in my bag, and I almost always have a water bottle on me, which makes it really easy. With the alternatives, I'm trying to find the things that are going to be more like water and less like juice and artificial flavors, while acknowledging that sometimes I want some flavor. And when it gets cold again, I'll get back into hot tea. I've never been a coffee drinker. I think it's gross. Don't come at me. So with all of that, I know what my alternatives are, and I try to keep them handy. Another method for breaking this habit is simply avoiding it. 95% of the time, I don't keep soda in my house, and the only time I can have it is when I'm out for a meal with my friends or in other social situations. This makes it a special occasion sort of deal rather than an anytime deal. Another special occasion drink I'll sometimes get is non-alcoholic beer. Again, not something I keep in my house, but it's a nice treat during social time. Finally, I created a different goal. I know I struggle to drink enough water in spite of how much I enjoy ice water. So by setting a goal to drink more water, because I know it helps me feel better, I know I'm going to have to drink less soda because... I can really only drink so much of anything in a day. I really like this method because it shifts the focus to something that I can add to my life rather than taking something away. So those are three ways I'm working on breaking my soda drinking habit. Transparently, I still struggle with it. I'm still practicing. Why? Because changing these long-established habits is really fucking hard. Remember, I said that this goes back to, you know, preteen years. So if you have a habit like this and you're still trying and failing, trying and failing, keep trying. You didn't create this habit overnight, and it takes time to unlearn things like this sometimes. The next really shitty habit that I have is too much Grubhub and microwavable food, primarily burritos. Now, this isn't a random habit or whatever. It's especially problematic during a week if I didn't meal prep over the weekend. For being a wellness professional, my still very average human self really enjoys the processed, fatty, sugary foods that don't really provide much nutritional value. So here's what I'm working on to overcome this. First, I find the easiest, 
lowest effort needed meal foods to prep for lunches and dinners, especially things like rice, steamed veggies, and some form of protein. That way I can mix and match things throughout the week to put together different kinds of meals. Now, as much as I love this and it works really well for me, I also hate spending my whole Sunday meal prepping. So it's gotta be easy. This is where I'll also throw in a highlight for frozen veggies. It's especially great for me because I love stir fries and when I can get the frozen veggie stir fry mixes, it makes it super easy to make. And this winter, I'm gonna be all about the crock pot or Instapot meals. Transparently, again, I was doing HelloFresh for a while and getting three meals a week. It was okay and it's a great concept, but holy cow, it takes me a long time. I'm not much of a cook, I have to go real slow through recipes, it just makes it take longer. Not only that, I'm a simple gal. I want a healthy, nourishing meal that doesn't take forever and a day with a bazillion ingredients that takes a half hour to 45 minutes to cook, five to 10 minutes to eat, and another half hour to clean up. So for you, figure out what your pain points are, what a reasonable solution looks like for you, and run with it. For me, that means prepping easy shit in bulk and putting together meals, warming them up in the microwave, and so forth throughout the week. Next, I delete the goddamn Grubhub app from my phone. Can I and do I reinstall it when I really want to? Sure. But if it's not there, it makes me think twice about what I'm doing and sometimes come up with a different solution. This is important for me to tackle because usually if I'm using Grubhub, I'm not making nutrient-dense food choices. I'm making some seriously greasy, often deep-fried food choices. And it's seriously friggin' expensive. It's kind of crazy to me, and it's definitely a privilege. But do I do it anyway? Yep. Now, to be fair, I'm down to the point where I only cave to the Grubhub gods when I'm in a severely heightened emotional state, like if I'm having a meltdown, or if I'm exhausted. So this is another reason why not having the app on my phone and having food prepped ahead of time is so important. I need a quick and easy meal to be as convenient as possible, and the less healthy choices actually be the ones with the bigger barriers. Now, I'm referring to Grubhub here, of course, but there are other food delivery services such as DoorDash and Uber Eats and things like that. So replace Grubhub with whatever might be, uh, (laughs) with whatever might be your shitty habit. Come along on the ride with me, okay? Finally, I make myself a grocery list and I do my damnedest to stick to it. I know this isn't groundbreaking, but it helps. However, because sometimes I'm still a sucker for convenience and indulgence, I'm considering grocery delivery. Now, I just want to acknowledge again that I know that this is a privilege, just like Grubhub. So that might not be accessible for everyone. In that case, I recommend eating something before uh, going grocery shopping so that you're not shopping hungry. If you're not hungry or you don't have anything to eat because, hi, you're grocery shopping for a reason, try drinking a big glass of water. You'll grocery shop faster and stay more focused if you need to pee real bad. Although I do recommend, in that case, absolutely having a list because when you need to pee real bad, you're not going to be able to remember all of the things that you needed. So take that list with you. And I don't know about you, but I avoid public bathrooms as much as possible, so I hurry my ass through the store. The final shitty habit I'm going to talk about today, I am the snooze button queen. (sighs) Guys, this one, this one is a pain in the ass. 
My alarm goes off around 4.30. I snooze it three times at five minutes each time. Then I set a five minute timer over and over and over until I finally get up because I need to pee or I really can't put it off any longer. Now, do I know that if I just set my alarm for when I need to get up and then get the fuck up that I'll feel better? For sure. Logically, I know that. However, 4.30 a.m. Sabrina just scoffs and says, yeah, that's cute, and then rolls over and goes back to sleep. To add insult to injury, this is often when I have my most disturbing dreams. I know it's weird, and it's really not fair. I just want those last few minutes, and I just can't have them in peace. I'll be honest, I haven't done much with this shitty habit yet. I have some things I could try, which include leaving my alarm across the room, setting it for the latest time I can sleep, or going to bed earlier. My nighttime routine is better than it used to be, but there are still things that I could do better about and doing them consistently. If I can continue to improve my sleep habits and quality, then I'll feel refreshed in the morning and ready to get up rather than resisting for an hour. Oh, and another thing I've tried uh, doing before is the alarm clock that slowly lights up like the rising sun so that you're slowly introduced to the light and it wakes you up real gently. But the problem for me was that ironically enough, the snooze button wasn't actually a button, and I would just have to smack the top of it. And it's round, by the way, so the top isn't flat. Anyway, on more than one occasion, I struggled to hit the snooze button and would end up slapping it right off my nightstand, which would just piss me off, and then I'd be extra grumpy. In theory, I loved this alarm clock, and waking up to the light was much nicer than an annoying sound all the way up until the annoying sound would also go off, and then I had the light and the noise, and I couldn't snooze it without causing a commotion, and it just... It didn't work well. I haven't given up, but I'm not ready to try again just yet. Long story short, I'm not super focused on this habit at the moment. I'm prioritizing the other two and just maintaining. I'm aware of this shitty habit, and I know I'm going to prioritize it in the future, but for now, I'm not ready, and that's okay. I understand that I will be more successful if I don't try and put too much on my plate all at once, even if they're small things that don't feel like a big deal. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. There are always going to be things you can improve, and I think it's important to understand that even people who quote-unquote know better struggle with these things too. So don't get down on yourself or beat yourself up if you take two steps forward and one step back. If you're not prioritizing all of your bad habits or if there are things that you're just flat out not fucking ready to change, it's all okay. Again, the idea is to focus on the lowest hanging fruit, give yourself some time and grace, and focus on just living your life. I hope this has been helpful for you and gave you some things to noodle on. I'm curious about how some of these experiences and tips could translate to habits that you may be trying to change in your life. Hit me up on Instagram or drop a comment on this episode to share your experience with me. You'll find me on Instagram at sa.brina.brina. That's sa.brina.brina. And I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. Remember, you're a badass and that energy can help you create and maintain a lifestyle that supports you in looking and feeling like a badass and live your best life yet. Have an amazing rest of your day, week, weekend, whenever you may be listening to this, and I'll catch up with you next time. Later. Many thanks for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. 
I hope today's chat gave you some things to noodle on and that you're walking away feeling inspired and empowered to live a badass life. If you got any aha moments out of today's conversation, please snag a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag a friend or two and tag me at sa.brina.brina. That's S-A dot B-R-I-N-A dot B-R-I-N-A. And include the hashtag Badass is the New Skinny. If you could also drop me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, it would mean the world to me. For more of the good stuff, head on over to my website at sabrinabrina.com. Now, go kick some ass, and I'll catch up with you next time. Make it a good day.